happy Thanksgiving episode from the Buttonista round of applause via the mandatory we're just starting recording clap. One of these is an applause. Oh, oh my gosh, hello, welcome. Welcome to my podcast. Oh my God, enough, enough. Wow, clearly I dressed for the occasion because mm-hmm. um, I always know when we're recording a show because we make plans together, right? Me me and Jack. Yes. Um, our plans are always happening over an ice cold Miller Lite, mm-hmm. which when you're celebrating, no matter how far apart, no matter how close together, Miller Lite is the beer for you. Everybody knows it's the beer for the buttonista. Nothing's new. And as I mentioned on the Squadcast, you know, holidays are big drinking days for me. Um, this Miller Lite might be expired. I just saw your face. Um, mm-hmm. It was kicking around here at the garage in the podcast studio where we're recording. But all good conversations happen over a Miller Lite. And I think people, they might not realize the connection between the botanista and beer in general. Mm-hmm. You know, beer can be a little bit more of a manly thing. Maybe you're going to gift your man some craft beer, some local beer for Christmas. But the botanista and beer, they go very well together. Like it's only two, 96 calories. Two peas in a pod. Two peas in a pod. And we actually coordinate our outfits. So that's what I said when I started is that I wanted a nice outfit today. I knew mm-hmm. we were recording, but I made a couple fatal flaws that I want to talk about what before we get going. Um, number one, I wore a hat. Always forget I have to put headphones on. Mm. So now my hair looks probably stupid. And there was one thing that was going to make my hair better, uh, but I dropped it in the toilet. You, you, not I, the Miller Lite. No, I dropped my scrunchie in the toilet this oh. morning after I peed. <laughs> yeah. Did you pick it back out? I picked it back out. It's a giant scrunchie from Violets in Saratoga. I've been wearing it a lot. Some people have probably seen it in Instagram stories. And I think I've even talked about it. it reminded me of like the weird bun phase of quarantine. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the girls that send me their weird buns regularly. But I was in a rush this morning, of course. I'll get to my other outfit mistake after, but the peeing on the scrunchie is the most important. So I had the hat on, but I threw my hair in like a messy bun because I have very thin hair. And sometimes if I just put it in a little bun, I'll get more of a wave. It'll look okay if I have to take it down. And my hair was wet. So giant scrunchie, all good. But I try to tie it loose so you don't get, um like girls get creases in their hair. Okay. So it looks like wrinkles, basically. Um, which I try to avoid. So tying a loose scrunchie can usually help solve that problem. And this morning, like right when I got into work, I sat down to go to the bathroom, stood up and looked in the toilet and audibly gasped. And I was like, and there was my beautiful silk scrunchie from Violets. Mm. And I had to get it out. I had to wash it with soap and water. It's soaking wet. I wrapped it in a paper towel and I'm like, this is awkward because I'm at work and now I need to bring it down the stairs and like hope nobody <laughs> asks. Like I basically wrapped it up the way you would wrap up like toast if you were going to like take it to go. Mm-hmm. So I just wrapped it in a bunch of paper towels and hoped that everybody thought it was my breakfast. How'd it taste? I didn't taste it and I haven't put it back <laughs> in my hair. It's going to have to go in the laundry and I hope it can survive. So that's a little bit of a bummer. Um, the second thing is that I thought my cream colors matched today. So, again, in a rush, getting ready. These are some reliable pants. Mm -hmm. And this is a new sweater from a new boutique in Saratoga called Ose, which means only as stylish as you. Mm -hmm. One of my former brides that I helped find a dress at Angel's Bridal, um, she opened the boutique and she sent this to me. And I love it. So I wanted to wear it. I wanted to give her a little shout out on the podcast. But then when I went to the bathroom and I was having my meltdown, I'm like, holy shit, I don't even match. I look like a... (laughs) <laughs> um, a multicolored marshmallow, one that started in the wrong side 
of the fire or the right side and then one that didn't quite get burned yet. Well, yeah. When you dip it in the fire, the, the top gets burnt. And yeah. The, yeah. And the top stays fresh. So, yeah. So, I'm basically like a An upside ombre. down ombre there today. Uh, but luckily, you know, we're mostly seen from the waist up nowadays. So, that's okay. Well, you're on video full full. Body, I know. But, but I'm sitting in a way that, you know, is uh, somewhat flattering. You can't tell how bad I need to shave my legs. But looking forward to spending a couple of days at my mom's. She has much better water pressure than I do at my house. It's a big deal. I have terrible water pressure. Ooh. It's a ter- it's actually so terrible, isn't oh. it? I know, but that's why when you need things to get better in your life, you can have a shower beer. The one good thing about my shower is I have a ton of shelves in there. So really? I can just shelf. Yeah, it's like full of shelves. So I can shelf my shower beer, mm-hmm. get ready for Thanksgiving, shave my legs at my mom's, and that's really what we're here to talk about today is Thanksgiving. Uh, not shaving legs at your mom's? No, not okay. shaving my legs at my mom's. No. I mean, it could only go up from this crunchy conversation, but by the time this episode comes out, we'll be post-Thanksgiving. We'll be somewhere in the midst of Black Friday, potentially Small Business Saturday, depending on how many buttons deep Jack goes during his family Thanksgiving. Yeah, we'll see. But as we're recording this, it is the night before Thanksgiving, otherwise known as Thanksgiving Eve, otherwise known stereotypically as the biggest drinking night of the year. Mm -hmm. Did you know that? I'm well aware. And you're well aware that you try to get out of it every year. Well, that's because we, as high school friends, choose to go to downtown Saratoga, one of the worst places in the world. Oh my God. Specifically Caroline Street on a Saturday or Wednesday night. Oh my God, that is so dramatic. Downtown Saratoga is not one of the worst places in the world. Uh, oh my God, what a hater to this Albany boy. He can't be changed. He just wants to be somewhere isolated. You've always wanted to socially distance, especially the night before Thanksgiving. I prefer to have conversations with people I care about, like Miller Lite tries to do get you to do the original social media i don't want to be packed in a bar like sardines smelling people i went to high school with that's true maybe this is kind of a blessing in disguise for some of the people out there that dreaded the night before thanksgiving but i think in more of a reflective moment it's like one of those like you didn't know how great you had it type of things because Mm -hmm. i remember after college especially or during college there was always like a little bit of i don't want to say like I guess like social anxiety around going out the night before Thanksgiving. In the pre-Uber days, I used to be totally freaked out about drinking and driving. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't like fathom the amount of people that were going to be in a place like downtown Saratoga. Who wasn't going to be responsible? Who was? Luckily, our friend group always had a designated driver, but it was a little bit of like a, you know, I just hope the night ends and it's all good. We're heading into the holiday season. We want everybody to be, you know, doing safe and well, which by the way, this year, very important. Um, the other thing though was, yes, you didn't want to be smelling your high school friends, you know, up to your neck and other people at the bar, you know, trying to get a drink, little oons oons, little dancing. It was just a lot. And you didn't want to have to run into people and be like, oh, what are you doing? So you agree with me? I'm just saying that was the way of the past, right? <laughs> yes. But our friend group, we always made the most of it. The past couple of years, we matured. We got away from Gaffney's or the Tavern. We started going to places like Nine Maple, mm. slugging espresso martinis. Many of them. Having conversation, there getting a couple buttons deep, and that was good. Yes. And we can't do that tonight. No. And that is where it becomes a little bit of a bummer. I sent out a 
heartfelt text to our group of friends, which I think a lot of people are going to be doing as the holidays approach and we're spread out uh, from the people that we love and we care about. And, you know, there's a lot of pressure on families and how families are going to make it work. People that live across the country, our brother and sister don't live around here. So we're kind of used to that. But I think friends is a little bit of a bummer. Mm -hmm. You know, people don't talk about their friends that much in those ways. I know. I just feel... How do you feel? Sad. And I feel like, um, I feel like you got to consistently make that effort if you want people to stay close. I think it's too much of a cliche to say like, oh, well, people spread apart and they drift as they get older and, you know, maybe eventually you come back. But I think in addition to telling your family and the people that are related to you how much you care about them this holiday season, it's nice to do whatever you can with your friends too. You and I are lucky that we spend or maybe not so lucky that we spend a lot of time together. Depends on the day. It depends on the day. But this time of year, we might even say we're thankful for each other. We might. By the way, shout out happy low-key fourth birthday to Two Buttons Deep. I mean, it was very low-key. We didn't celebrate it. I didn't know you about it until you posted That's our birthday. Don't no, you think? Well, happy birthday to us. Happy birthday. I think that's technically our birthday. Oh, my God. Yes. Thank you. Round of applause. Wow. Two Buttons Deep four years ago. Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah, I've always known it was Thanksgiving time. I didn't, I couldn't say the date, but this just, I mean, once you sent that, I was like, oh, shit, we should have done like a recap. We should have done something cool. And then I just realized we'll do something great for our fifth birthday. Oh, my God. Isn't that just the theme of 2020? <laughs> we'll push it out till next year. I, I mean, guess. what are we going to do? Have a Zoom party? No, I mean, I think like maybe it would have been nice to post like a, tonight's the night if we were going to do it. Well, now Friday, so you guys are not listening to this at the right time. But, uh, you know, like a, a photo recap, maybe just a little shout out to four years. I mean, we've been pretty successful. Yeah. You know, so it's not like we have anything to be ashamed about. Well, how about you have a new role here? You're the executive of the party planning committee. Okay. So you can do a recap and I bet it's okay. going to be great. Oh my God. That's a lot of pressure though. I know. It would have to be only photos. Uh, all right, we or we could just ask Katie to do it. Yeah, but it's our it's our True. thing. Like maybe we should do it. But yeah, I mean this is our this is our birthday. It's a little weird. Four um, years. I I looked younger. Someone posted a photo. Oh no. And I looked younger, Who and that was the first photo? time. Becca. Oh really? Of all people, she hmm. was like, "Happy birthday, two buttons deep. I hope you throw another party." Oh. And I was like, "Well." <laughs> We can't. I hope we don't throw another party this year because it would be very irresponsible. But, you know, birthdays are a tradition. Two Buttons Deep is going to celebrate another one next year, mm -hmm. hopefully, if the world doesn't come to a close. Um, but there's one thing that might come to a close this year. I'm predicting. So we'll see on Friday if it's over or not. But we got a holiday season to think about it. What are you thinking? I think... Oh, shit. I have another take, too. This is actually kind of a dig at you, but not really. It's not meant to be at you it goes hand in hand though all right maybe i'll lead with that uh, mm, i can't decide i'll lead with the more subtle one that affects everybody i think this is the year that thanksgiving food gets canceled why could how do you say that i just think with social media it's been creeping up it's been getting thrown in there a little bit a lot of critiques over the green bean casseroles it's the same old cranberry debate every year if you like the cran cranberry or you're a piece of shit you know it's just an ongoing battle of like everybody does it every year content creators of all kinds from the today show to barstool to two buttons deep to the buttonista what's your favorite thanksgiving food 
you know, what's gravy? Is gravy aside? Is gravy? I don't know why I'm acting like I'm like Elmo or something. Like, is gravy aside? Is gravy not aside? Like, is gravy aside? Oh, that, wait. Remember when? Uh, what's his name? We used to do a Cookie Monster. Or yeah, no, he used was, to do Elmo. Yeah, that was he was tickle better me. than me. He used to say tickle, tickle me. Oh no, you did it. Shit, that's scary. Tickle my gravy. Oh no, gravy is aside. Like whatever. I think this year. Everything's been thrown out the window, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, everything. People are not afraid to stand up for what they believe in, give their hot takes, shun people actually from their lives, diss them, get rid of them if they don't agree on something. And I think people are finally willing to say, listen, life's short. I, I don't want to eat turkey. They think turkey stinks. You Do you? I'm indifferent. But like the tweet that our friend Kristen posted today was basically like, this meal takes like a thousand times longer than your average dinner and it's much worse. It's bland. Turkey's not a superior meat. The sides are all over the place. Why do we only eat it once a year? People forced you to think it was good your whole life and now you're stuck with it. But I don't I don't believe that. You, do you think it's good? I think it's good. Don't think it's great. There's certainly superior meats. Yeah. However, uh, it's tradition. And you right. know what tradition is? What? Peer pressure from dead people. Yes. And dead turkeys. Yes. And I enjoy it. And I think about like in like preschool, it was like the Native American thing and you would like dress up, which by the way, I don't think we can do that anymore. Yeah, I think I think like the reason behind Thanksgiving is canceled. I think that's canceled. Yeah. Because uh, it's like celebrating genocide. Oh my God. But I saw the dumbest tweet that was like, if you... If people are trying to, like, you know, break the rules and gather over, like, a holiday that, like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right. Like, give me enough. I've had enough lectures this year. I'm done. I am just so done. But I just think the Thanksgiving, like, food takes are, like, overplayed. So if we're going to cancel it, let's just cancel it this year. Let's just be done. And here's the part that is a little bit directed at you, but not really. I hope we're also done with Friendsgiving. What's wrong with Friendsgiving? I hate it. Maybe because I don't have any friends. And I'm well aware this take is coming from somebody that doesn't have a lot of friends. (laughs) I just think it's so cheesy. Just have dinner with your friends. Why do we have to call it something? Why does it have to be Friendsgiving? Like, just say, hey, I'm having a dinner party. Like, we're, we're almost 30. Like, a dinner party sounds cool. It's just a tryout for real Thanksgiving. And it's also a tryout for making sure when you're an adult, you're able to produce a valuable thanksgiving meal so you, you do it a few weeks before so if okay. you totally mess up a turkey you know you're not good at that or you need to work on it but to be honest we had a thank friendsgiving i know you did i saw i it. think you're just bitter you weren't invited no. and it was phenomenal we are all ready to be adults so you think everybody put 110 percent into their side dishes i did what did you make what did I make? Oh, my God. You don't even know? Stuffed mushrooms? Oh, no. I made... Oh, it was the first time I ever cooked. Okay. I what? did my... Wait, what? Uh, for, for Thanksgiving, it, I did my sister's dish, which is um, both a sweet and regular mashed potato. And it's phenomenal with some maple syrup. And I nailed it. I, okay. I, didn't, I had no proportions. I just did it based off vibes. And it worked. I saw a meme that was like, I go to Target with no list, just vibes. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I can get behind that in 2020. Yeah. I just think Friendsgiving is another overplayed thing. I think dinner party is mature. It's avant-garde. It's a little <laughs> bit more like modern. And okay. I think Friendsgiving is just a little college It 
isn't like a thankful celebration. Like, does anybody give a speech? Like, what's the theme? Like, it just it's just a potluck. Which, by the way, fuck potlucks. I hate that word. That's lame f. Now, friendsgiving is the new potluck. Dinner party is the new friendsgiving. You heard it here first on the Botanista. Cheers to that. You are just machine gun canceling everything you don't like. I am just, just. I stand by friend. I stand by Friendsgiving. Really? I agree. Potluck can kick the bucket. Yeah. Friendsgiving is great. And uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I just think dinner party is a little bit more modern. A little like your brother Drew would go to a dinner party. Jack's brother Drew is a male botanista. Very fashion forward. Very hip. City living. Trendy. Little property. Not even property brothers. Like a little selling sunset. Like your brother would go to a dinner party. But I don't know if your brother would go to a Friendsgiving. There's only one way to find out. We're not going to call him. We could. No, we're not going to call. No. Why not? I I just think he would agree. Uh, See, you're making assumptions. And you know what they say about assumptions. I just think I have a little bit that I could back this up. It sounds mature. We're moving on. First of all, it's not appropriate to gather with friends right now. Anyways, I just said that about the night before Thanksgiving. The good thing is I have less than 10 friends, so it worked out perfectly. All right. Well, that's fine. And we're also all neighbors, so it was fine. You're already sharing space and germs and coughing on each other's front door handles anyways. Licking windows. That's what we do. The whole nine. Well, you know what? Good for you. Thank you. Good for you. We're going to do a little transition now. Wait, so if if our friends from high school had Friendsgiving, you wouldn't go? We went to one last year and it wasn't that good. Where was it? Oh. Wasn't that good. It was well, half that, that was a potluck. It was a little bit Like there wasn't a, a feast. Yeah. And we all, now I remember what we were going to say. We did say our thanks and it was very great. It's basically what you did in the text message thread today. Did we you say said you were No, I said thanks at our oh, friends. Oh, okay, okay. And it was legit. We were all thankful for each other and that's very wholesome and heartful. And that's, you, you basically said thanks. Yeah. You had a Friendsgiving today in a text thread. Exactly. We don't need to do it anymore in person. Oh. We don't. I just did it. I sent a text. And guess what? Some people just hearted it. They didn't even respond. Those are the people that would not come to Friendsgiving. Cancel. Cancel. If you just heart a thankful message like that, you're canceled. Yeah. Nobody answered even for like 20 minutes. I was going to answer right away and then... You don't uh, want to be the first person to answer. No. I get it. You want to test the crowd response first. Well, I but. said we should Zoom and no one no one responded to that. Well, so. our friend's going to Miami, but you know, I mean... There's there's Wi-Fi in Miami. I can I can friend All Zoom. Right. Well, let's we'll me zoom and Jack each other. are just going to Zoom. That's the sad world <laughs> this is that it. we live in. That's what happens when you're uh, uh, not stuck in the capital region. All right, so everything's canceled. What's next? All right, everything's canceled. Anyway, so we're going to get into a little bit of a, a holiday shopping holiday season chat here this part of the show is brought to you by the albany times union which if we're talking about what we're thankful for it's miller light in the tu for me Mm -hmm. this crazy turbulent year i literally check the tu like it's gonna like tell me i won the lottery like i just constantly refresh (laughs) it and i'm like taylor like what else could you possibly read but i mean i could read anything from like what the latest like criminal news is coronavirus updates a little bit of local shopping. I can read my own writing. And who's a better writer, more important, more awesome than me? Nobody. I, I mean, I get to read my own writing. Like, that's what writers love to do. They're obsessed with uh, their gift of, of words. Mm-hmm. So I'm thankful for me. Uh, You're not, like, self-conscious about reading the way some people are about watching or listening to themselves? While I'm writing, I'm extremely over analytical and I'm like paralyzed with fear. Like you go from thinking like you're a brilliant writer when you start out to being like, I can't believe somebody's paying me to do this. Like that was the dumbest <laughs> thing they could do. So if you want to check out 
the latest in the Albany Times Union, this is the time to do it because they are offering for 99 cents for the first six months. So you're paying less than a dollar a week for not only local journalism, but again, Taylor journalism. Ooh. I mean, isn't that cool? You know what they call that? Uh, no. Turnalism. Turn, turn, Taylorism. That sounds like plagiarism. I mean, it's my own thing. It's my own writing. And I have some wedding-related stuff that's coming up in Val Magazine. It might be in the Thanksgiving paper, the massive one, but I'm not sure. It's a magazine. You could probably read it online. Um, And that's one thing about the holiday season that I just quickly want to touch on before we get into some shopping and some trees is girls and boys. We are entering... Not only turtleneck season. We've already introduced that. We've already graced the presents. Turtleneck season is, is the, the reason. reason I am cheesing and not freezing. Hey. Oh, shout out to my girl Leah for that. Anyway. Oh, there we go. I'll drink to that. All right. This is serious. Girls and boys, we are heading into what I like to call sock proposal season. SPS. SPS, it plagues so many this time of year without them even knowing. Because if you're planning the proper proposal, you don't know when it's coming. So that's a bonus. I've said before on this podcast, love has won throughout this pandemic. People are still finding reasons to celebrate, gather when appropriately, um, you know, embrace love and each other and the close relationships that we have you know despite all the divorces and breakups etc so we're no doubt at our age you know heading into a season where many many people will get engaged and decide that they want to get married to one another but what happens during the holiday season i notice many people propose at home proposing at home means you might be in a household where you don't have any shoes on Mm mm-hmm And unless you're on a beach and you're barefoot, I don't want to see you and your fiance in your socks in your living room with one of you down on one knee. I don't want to see your socks. I want to see your ring, your smile, your outfit, your background, your setting, not your freaking socks. How hard is that to understand? Would you prefer them to go get the shoes on or just propose somewhere else? You can propose in the house, especially this year. It's probably your safest option. But unless you're going to pull a little Ben Affleck, Jennifer Aniston in that movie. um, Oh, my God. It's escaping me. What is that movie? He's just not that into you. Where it's like a will he, won't he, blah, blah. And like he ends up proposing on the couch with like a pair of jeans. Fine. Nobody was filming it besides for a movie. But if you're expecting friends and family to watch you in front of the Christmas tree in your dirty socks... (laughs) flipped up on one foot or on your tippy toes i just don't want to see it i don't want to see your toes in your proposal it's distracting it's not a flattering part of the body let's not draw attention to it either wear your shoes in the house because if you have a no no shoes household you're a little bit too you know type a for me even me the botanista so you're either in too type a of a household that you shouldn't be getting proposed to there anyways or B, you're just showing off a distracting part of the body in the day that I don't need to see. So what is your solution if you want to propose in front of the Christmas tree? If you want to propose in front of the Christmas tree, I would say continue to dress up or be the exact opposite. Don't be dressed up at all. Be in your slippers, be barefoot, be comfy, cozy. And maybe if it's not possible that that moment be captured IRL in real life, 
just wait. Just, you know, take a selfie as a couple. Like, do a ring shot. Like, do whatever you can to capture. But I don't think I'm being too harsh. Like, I just don't want to see your socks. Like, it's just weird. You'd rather see someone's crusty-ass toes than their socks. I just think if it was their toes, I wouldn't be so focused on it. Like, I just don't want to see, like, like, think about, like, a guy on one knee, like, like, he's, like, like this. Like, I can see the back of your foot. Like, I can see, like, if you used the Roomba that day or not. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't, I don't think this is that hard of an ask. If you don't want to be in your sweats and your jammies, I think dress up fully and just say to whoever's house you're in, you know, I'm going to leave my... MF and shoes on because I have some business to take care of. And post proposal, I'm happy to like, what are you going to do? Jump on the bed after? Jump on the couch? Like, why do you need to take your shoes off? I don't know. I just think people need to analyze how these pictures look when you're proposed to in your socks. And I know I'm being a little harsh. I mean, I don't think I am, but I, you're giving me a look like I need to apologize for this take. I just, I mean, I hate the look of feet. So I'd That's rather, what I mean. I'd rather someone wear socks than barefoot. Ew. Yeah, but what if their socks are dirty? So I think the solution here is just wear dark socks, wear black socks, wear okay. nice wool socks. The white socks is tacky. Oh my God. But I generally wear dark socks or bombas. I've always been self-conscious about like having to take my shoes off in a socks setting, like socks time of year, because like my socks don't always, my socks always match, but they don't always match my outfit. <laughs> For a girl that's shorter... Like, if you have, like, a skirt or, like, a dress on, which, like, you might when you get proposed to, then it's, like, your tights, which are, like, very thin. Like, there's, like, a weird line at the bottom. Like, it's just not, it's not flattering, especially if you're shorter. Like, you you like a little height. It elongates the legs. It makes your look a little bit better. Um, so I would just say, like, if you have an inkling that you might get proposed to this holiday season or you're a man out there planning one, just tread lightly, no pun intended, around the sock proposal so too long didn't read what's the solution take it outside put your damn shoes on take it outside all right too long i saw something funny about that the other day i'm sorry it's important it's something i think about a lot um how much time like what's your deal like what are you thinking right now yeah well you got you said trees are next okay how much time do we are we gonna cancel christmas trees now oh my god no i'm not gonna cancel christmas trees because i'm very excited jack I'm going to get my very first big girl Christmas tree this year. Can I guess if it's real or fake? Yes. It's going to be real. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love this. You know how I know that? How? Because he moved in with Keith. And he would want a real tree? (laughs) Yeah. I just don't picture you doing that on your own. All right. Well, it's partially because we have a house and not an apartment. So it's very easy to coordinate all of this. You Mm -hmm. know, first floor, living space, all that. My mom and I have sawed down Christmas trees before in the past. Girls can do anything. Um, But I know I don't think I would go through all that effort on my own to like decorate a place for Christmas. But unless you're allergic and I'm a little more hard and fast on this rule, like I'm team royal tree. I know it's a little messy. I know it's a thing, but it's a memory. It's a nice memory. Um, but I will say the fake trees, like at Target or, you know, wherever, they are damn beautiful. Mm-hmm. It, it does make you feel like like a two or $300 investment is worth it because your tree looks freaking perfect. But Forever. 
forever. But there's nothing like just looking at your tree, analyzing it, going, picking it out. Like it's just a tradition. It's something my family's always done. So I'm looking forward to doing it this year in Buttonista style. And the question that I have for you today is how many lights do you think should go on a regular real Christmas tree? Like individual lights? Individual like lights. I'm going to say, do you have the answer? Uh, Yes. I'm going to say 140. Oh my God, you are so off, but we are not far off from each other. What is your guess? So... I guess I didn't have a guess. I was going by like the box. Mm-hmm. So originally, I think I was going to say maybe like five boxes. But of course, because I'm a little bougie, as you would say, I saw, you know, like the traditional lights. So you got to like squint and see they're like glass, tiny, mm-hmm. like, you know, what you put outside or inside your house. Sure. Um, those are obviously the cheapest option, which <laughs> I'm a princess and I go. didn't want because at Target, they had these really cool round bulb ones. Oh, God. They were $10 a string set on sale. So I was like, all right, I've never bought Christmas lights before. Like, I'll probably buy five, like 50 bucks. But like, again, like you're going to have them for a while. Like, they'll be inside. So I wanted this particular look. And then I'm talking to my sister and she's like, um, you're going to spend a fortune. She's like, you need a thousand lights. Like, if you want it to be like really sparkly. And I'm like, What? So I'm going to have to spend $100. I'm going to need to get five more of these lights. So the ones you were buying were 100 Yeah. No, they were 50 count. So I bought six. So I have 300 individual lights. So well, I'm about 700 short. Have you tried? Have you no, I don't have on? the tree yet. No, I don't have the tree yet. I think I she's wildly off. So I Googled it because I thought a thousand was a lot too. So this uh, article here says you should have a hundred lights per 1.5 feet. And then for like a six foot tree, um, it said you should have 300. And then it also said, or you should have double or triple that amount if you like it really sparkly. So now I feel like I'm going to have sparse lights. So you want, the answer is 300 basically. I have 300 now, but I have a feeling that's not going to be enough. I'm probably going to get an 800 foot tree. I mean, an 800. Yeah, I'm going to get, I'm going to get the Rockefeller Christmas tree, which is not even 800 feet and then add another one on top of it. Then you would need a thousand lights. Yeah. Can you believe that? I, 300, that sounds excessive to me. You're going to have to come back with a report of what you actually did. I know, but I'm just saying as you get older and you have to make these investments and these purchases into making your house special. These are the things that you have to think about. One thing I bought to make my house special, because I do have the fake tree. Mm-hmm. 70 bucks, Not seven that. feet tall, nice, tall and skinny, just like me. Yeah. And it looks perfect, and but it's fake, so it doesn't smell. Yeah. So I bought little sticks that oh, yeah. send out very prominent smells of Christmas tree, and it's like better than the real thing. See, that would be the, that's a good solution. If we're on this podcast today to problem solve, that's a great solution because there's nothing better than like an evergreen forest smelling candle, which uh, my girl Rosa Weston Co., she's got a cypress candle right now that's going to give you all those pine vibes, which is a perfect transition to close out today's podcast. Obviously, holiday season is more about, uh, more than just about decorating Christmas, you know, the whole thing inside and the other holidays that people celebrate, you know. This year, more than ever, I think there's a huge emphasis on shopping local, which I don't need to give a speech about, you know. Um, I don't. I've already done it, and I think everybody's doing it. So we kind of know what our favorites are. But I think the lesson to be learned, though, with holiday shopping, not just shopping local, we know that, 
the emails are overwhelming. The sales are overwhelming. And I notice, especially with men, there is a desire to just treat yourself before the holiday. Do you feel that urge? Yeah, I think I've bought more things for myself than I have for other people. Around the holiday season. Yeah, like as I go to buy gifts. Yes, 100%. So every year, my boyfriend, I start making hints. I start talking about stuff. And he'll just randomly like buy a pair of boots, like drop. I think it's like the one time a year he feels like he can just go like bonkers and like buy whatever he wants. And I'm like, why don't you wait for Santa? (laughs) And then he said something shocking to me the other day. Like it was something that he needed that I thought would be unique. Like something, it's like the things that like poke the fire, like a wrought iron like set or into like a real fire. Mm -hmm. Like that would be a great gift. It'd be like all his own. Like it's nice. The one at our house isn't that great. And he's like, I don't want that. I I need that. So, like, I'm just going to get that for myself. Like, get me something, like, I don't need. And I'm like, you are asking me to take my creativity as a girlfriend and gift giver to another level. Because men only get the things that they need. Mm -hmm. Because they won't buy them for themselves any other type of year. Yeah. And there's no way I can stop him from buying the things he needs during the Christmas season. He's an adult. He doesn't want the things that I want to buy him. Uh Uh-oh. So that's a little bit of trouble. But the lesson to be learned is that I do agree. I think we all have the urge to treat ourselves during the holiday season. The emails, it all just becomes too much, too enticing. But you need to be smart. And there's a couple things I will advise and a couple things I'm going to say you're going to get got if you buy during the holidays. For the ladies listening, a couple things. One, a lot of skincare and makeup of your favorite brands They only do one sale of the year. So I will authorize anybody treating themselves during the holidays if they notice a brand they love only truly, honest to God, does one sale of the year. So Glossier, which is where I wear like all my makeup. I have some of their cool swag. Everybody loves it. They only do it once a year. It's only 10% off, but it's still a good deal. And I know it's never coming around again. So if I need to stock up on some products, I will do that. And I'll do it as close to Black Friday as possible so I don't use my extra cash. Um, Me Jury, which is where everybody's doing, like, it's fine jewelry for less. I know a lot of people on my feed are into that. I wear their earrings, a couple other stuff. Buy one, get 10% off. Buy two, 15% off. Buy three, 20% off. That's a good sale. Once a year. Swear to God. Only happens once a year. Where you don't want to go is if you feel like you see something on a big department store website like Macy's, Macy's is 20% off every day. Like Gap is 40% off every other weekend. You know, Banana Public 60% off sale every, you know, two weeks. So you need to just, when you're looking at department stores and you're looking at the deals, just keep in mind, like if I close my eyes and I wake up tomorrow, like A, will this still be in my cart? B, are they going to have another sale again? You know, C, How much am I paying for other things like shipping and all that? Like you need to be smart about like treating yourself when it's not really that necessary. So only do it when you feel like you like you can't get it any other time of year. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Um, The other things that I would offer on holiday shopping are obviously shipping. Big deal. You know, I don't want to pay for shipping, but if you have to make sure that it gets there on time. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, shopping local. I wore a couple local things today. Got my sisters in beads. These are very affordable. Two little girls in Saratoga making bracelets. That might be a good gift for someone in your family. A little Croy bracelet for your sister Katie. Where'd you get it from? It's 
called Sisters in Beads. Ooh. They're little sisters in Saratoga. They make bracelets together. Nice. $10 a piece. Ooh, can't I mean, that. that's a jack deal right yeah, there. I like that's it. a total jack deal. You can afford three. She could do <laughs> Croy, little Bambino, whatever the dog's names are. Yep. Um, very popular. So if you need more local gift guide stuff, honestly, just go on Instagram and anybody that you follow will be able to tell you that's in the Capital Region sphere. If you want to know my favorites, I post about them all the time. And if you want... Do you have some recommendations right now? Some recommend. I just did my Sisters and Beads. Okay. I said Ose Boutique. I think Hot Crispy Oil is a good up and coming yep. um, gift this year. I like to give... I saw something today that was like guy gifts. Like hot sauce, alcohol, new underwear from when they shit themselves from all the hot sauce and alcohol. <laughs> it's like so true, right? Fair enough. Yeah. So I think Hot Crispy Oil would be a good local giveaway this year. Not giveaway, gift. Um, you know, we got circles, we got violets, we got all the local boutiques around here. These shoes are from violets. That's a good spot. Um, but I think just be thoughtful. You have Olive in June, you have like Heart and Soul House of Beauty or Alexandria's. They sell beauty products. Like get creative. Like my other tip was again, like if you think you have a really good deal, especially it could be anything. It could be like Timberland boots, like style number or whatever. I literally, especially if it's something I'm like either on the fence on, not in a huge rush to buy or you know, obviously want to make sure I get the best price. I just put the exact product name and description into Google and see if I can get it cheaper anywhere else. Sometimes the actual maker or designer's website is cheaper. A lot of websites offer 10% off for your first order if you sign up for email or text messages. Some offer free shipping over a certain price point or faster shipping, two-day shipping. So even if you're like, you know, I want to get Timberland boots and like I saw them at Macy's, for example, like just Google it. You might be able to get them from somewhere for cheaper or get a kind of a bundled deal that makes that purchase more worthwhile. And I think you can do that with some of your local finds. They're going to offer Black Friday. They're going to offer Small Business Saturday, all that kind of stuff. And then you got the big boxers that are just going to try to get into your inbox, take all your money, and have you probably shipping gifts out to all the people that you're not going to see this holiday season. Round of applause. Oh, no. I don't want to clap for that. I don't want that. That's not a nice thing to clap for. But I think that's good, right? Yes, it is. We did that. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. It's a stay. Uh, the new like email line is like, have a happy and healthy holiday. So I hope everybody did. I hope after this year, you will finally determine the verdict on Turkey, if we're going to cancel it or not. And beyond all, I hope that you subscribe to the Albany Times Union to make your brains bigger and read more about me, the person everybody cares about. That's a joke. That's a joke. That was a joke. Goodbye. Oh, no. That was mean. That was mean. Was that an accident?